0: What's up? It's your boy, Pat McGuire, or man. I don't know what realm I fall into. This is a weird place for me. Welcome, with another episode of Illuminated Live at the Poughkeepsie Grind. Uh, today we're welcoming Don Minichino. Uh, Don's been a great asset to the Poughkeepsie community organizations. He's got his hand in just about everything happening, shaken, in the community development area of Poughkeepsie. Representing Hudson Valley Young Professionals, Sparrows Nest, First Friday, and Think Duchess, just to name a few. Uh, great guy overall. Here he is. It's Illuminated Live. You're at the Poughkeepsie Grind. I gotta hit it. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Uh, what do you think? Good
1: coffee? It's good. I love Not bad. That. I feel like it's a, a little too hot. It's a... I'm a big fan of... Off-the-cuff coffee. Dude, I'll, I drink iced coffee year-round. Me too. Big
0: fan. I call myself a bottom feeder because it's kind of just like, oh, that's what we got left. Iced coffee. Dude, it doesn't matter. But I you, like, I, I get coming here and get your iced mocha all the time, oh, that's it's, you good. know. That's good. But, uh, but Don, how did you how did you end up in Poughkeepsie? Uh, you're not from
1: here, right? From New York City area? Uh, I'm from Yonkers. Okay. Uh, and I, I say that term very loosely The six borough? Yeah, the 6th borough. Uh, my parents both grew up in yonkers and so uh you know my parents had me my three sisters so i'm the second of four uh the only boy um yeah you can feel sorry for Middle me now child, it's damn, all good sorry my wife is too all right yeah so uh, you know the you know the the six of us actually you know spent you know the first uh bit of our childhood first half of our childhood in a two-bedroom apartment in yonkers um you know i remember as a kid uh you know, the first few years I could remember things. I was, like, sleeping in a bed next to my sister, and, Mm -hmm. like, times were kind of rough. It was was just different. Um, You know, my parents got this opportunity to, you know, give a better life for us and kind of move upstate, so to speak, and Mm -hmm. so just like a lot of people up here, you know, we came from Westchester, so my parents moved us up here. I was a little kid, and, uh, you know, I moved up to an acre and a half, you know, nice home, you know, and grew up next to a horse farm. Nice, man. You know, so we grew up, you know, riding quads, dirt bikes. Yeah, you were saying the country. All sorts of stuff. Country so, kid, right? I'm kind of like a little bit of like a, a city-country hybrid.
0: Okay. Yeah, I grew up in the middle of nowhere outside of Amsterdam, New York, mm-hmm. which I have a lot of fun introducing myself, that I'm from Amsterdam, and I get the whole, oh, oh. Amsterdam? No, no. <laughs> uh, and then,
1: Did you guys have a red light district up there? No. <laughs> no.
0: It's like a... You know you know I hope that they get on the ball that Poughkeepsie's on and a lot of the things we're about to talk about. I hope there's somebody out there in Amsterdam doing the same thing mm-hmm. and I think they are they just built a new little walk bridge themselves. They have a very small slice of uh, the hud not the Hudson the Mohawk River mm-hmm. that stems off of the Hudson and they repurposed the original footings from the original bridge back in the day to be a pedestrian bridge to connect the south side to the main part of the city so I hope I think they're trying to facilitate some sort of walkability or increased traffic in their what mm-hmm. used to be downtown area they made the move where they dropped the mall squares in the middle of the city and uh, kind of set them back a little bit because now the mall's vacant and
1: either sides of it are as well you know it, it it's a lot of that same stuff happened in in small towns and cities across the country right. you know during you know during the eighties you know the that was like the the heyday of of the big malls and downtowns were you know kind of like a thing of the past at that point you know yeah. to our parents generation and so you know there it was exciting times people were quick to pull the trigger on a mall you know yeah you know, and malls uh, where it's at, yeah, so you know you look at Poughkeepsie uh, a lot of the same stuff happened, you know lucky Platte used yeah. to be like our Macy's right you know and then there was uh the wallace uh department store it, which is now the Indotronics building right you know they kind of were like dueling okay. department stores you know there was a uh, lot of excitement you know there at one time and it's slowly coming back it's, i hear uh, people it's mention that
0: building and their hopes for it quite often i think just being the biggest structure on main street people are pretty hopeful for it i uh, i'm a big fan of this graffiti artist shepherd ferry and i'm hoping he comes we can champion him to come do a full mm-hmm. full piece that's kind of his thing, but yeah, I said your goal is high, but um, so from Yonkers, moved up here, ended up in Poughkeepsie. How did you get started with Think Duchess? What was your...
1: So, uh, you know, I, I uh, you know, I went to school locally, went to Duchess Community College, uh, you know, kind of uh, changed majors a few times, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ended up at Mount St. Mary, across the river in Newburgh, okay. uh, you know, got a, a marketing communications degree, came out of college. I was doing some freelance writing and reporting, uh, you know, for an online uh, outfit called Mid Hudson News. They were actually the first yeah. online news source in the Hudson Valley. They were way ahead of their time. Nice. They started back in 99. Uh, so, you know, my father actually was a, a cameraman for WTZA, which was a, a TV station nice. here back in the 90s. Uh, so he made some good contacts there and he connected me with some good people in the industry. You know, so, you know, I was doing a freelance writing photography gig with, uh, you know, with Mid Hudson News and that kind of turned into getting into the marketing and PR world. So uh, I got a gig with a company out of Goshen called Focus Media. Uh, at the time, you know, there were just you know four of us, you know, in a small office up in Monticello, and company right. blossomed into almost twenty people within just a, a few years. Uh, you know, they relocated to Goshen, kind of expanded a little bit. I was with him for about seven years. I uh, learned a lot there, and uh, just started kind of looking for you know what was next. You know, I learned a lot in that position, and I wanted to take something uh, that I was learning there and and kind of help home a little bit, so to speak, you know, so I started looking for some work back in Dutchess County, because I I always lived here, I moved to Beekman very, very briefly, Um, you know, but I saw this job, you know, come up for the county, uh, which was then Dutchess County Economic Development Corporation, Um, and I, you know, thought to myself, uh, you know, it's a little bit of real estate, uh, it's a little bit of marketing, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll learn the real estate side, you know, you'll bring the marketing to it, and uh, and the rest will kind of fall into place, and um, I got hired and, uh, you know, here we are three and a half years later, you know, so right around that same time, I thought to myself, you know what, I'm, I'm going to move to Poughkeepsie. I'm going to do something different that I've never done before. Right. And I'm going to live in an apartment in the middle of downtown Poughkeepsie. And, uh, you know, as much as my family thought I was a little nuts for doing that, uh, you know, it was a bold move that uh, had to be had to be made. You know, I, I have to practice what I preach and how yeah. am I going to how am I going to tell people about the great things that are happening in Poughkeepsie and convince them to move here and visit right. here if if I don't do it myself? Yeah, yeah. Can't talk about it. Got to be about it.
0: Um, yeah, uh, so that company became Think Duchess, the Duchess County inv- – it? Economic Development Economic Corporation. Be- yeah, there was
1: a you know a bit of a shift. I mean, it happens in our in okay. our industry because we're quasi-government rebranding. organizations. It's rebranding. rebranding. Think uh, Duchess is way easier to say. It is, uh, and Think Duchess is actually a marketing slogan for Duchess County that goes back to the mid '90s. Nice. So we we went back into the archives looking for a new name. Uh, and it just kind of came to us like a lo- light bulb moment, where just like think Duchess, it just it rings. No other economic development corporations are really doing branding. Right, they're all just the name of their county followed by EDC. Yeah, you know, so we're we're doing something completely different.
0: I'm glad it's. I think it's great. that Not just your com- organizations, but the city itself, uh, big companies in the area, Vasser Medical, uh, are doing a lot of the same thing. Even mm-hmm. myself, you know, with this podcast, uh, trying to increase the impact or outreach or arm's length of people we can touch and try to influence to come down here because it is awesome Mm -hmm. and um, it's something I've never seen before and I think a lot like you, I came from a company that prioritized a lot of giving back and putting it back into the community. I think I might have said something like that on the last podcast, but uh, working with the skate park was an easy transition for me. I sold skateboards and snowboards for a decade, turned to seasonal sales position into a career Mm. well what could have been a career sorry (laughs) zoomies (laughs) i love you but (laughs) but uh i mean they tell me everything i know as far as management and putting it back putting putting paying it forward if you were to say it shortly but um it's awesome i think the first friday is is huge you've only so it's only been four
1: so far total
0: first fridays yeah yeah august
1: september october november it's only been four Is first friday part of the think duchess initiatives or is that a separate it's it's completely separate okay. um, you know i got just personally involved in first friday just through you know connections that i've made you know just being in poughkeepsie and uh you know i'm always looking for different ways to get involved in the community a lot of what i do with think duchess is on kind of a county-wide or even a regional uh level okay um you know so you know be, working for the county, we have to be careful not to get, you know, too involved in certain. Can't you know, play you, favorites. You can't play favorites. know, There's a lot of a lot of towns out there. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, lot of towns, uh, yeah, mm. you know, a lot of, lot of great things happening around the county in Dutchess County. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's stiff competition. <sighs> I know. I know. Mm. That's all right. We'll get there. Um, you know, so, you know, I had to kind of personally be careful with, you know, where right. I was, uh, you know, allocating a lot of my time. But, um, you know, PKFC has become my home. And you know it's not where I'm from, but it's it's where I am now, and it's where I'm going. Right. You know, so I've always just been kind of looking around, like, well, what's new? What's 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 the gap? Like, what's the market gap? What's not happening here? Right. That I can what help are we missing happen? What are we I,
0: missing? I, I ask myself that far too much. I'm just like, oh, this would be perfect. Like, uh, there's that building across from the parking lot at the walkway. It says for lease now. It looks like <laughs> oh, on oh yeah.
1: It's like a yeah fifty eight Parker is that it yeah I know they're building very well it sounds notorious yeah Why well fifty eight Parker fifty eight Parker Damn, how dare you that's going to be the name of it uh, when it turns into a residential commercial development one day okay no at least th- I live that's at that's just my Parker. idea. that's just I my was idea. thinking like an indoor flea market would be cool there. You know, they they tried uh, like an indoor farmers market there a few years ago, from yeah. what I hear, and it just uh, it just didn't launch uh, too well. Mm. But you know, just like a lot of buildings in the area, you know, there's great bones, uh, you know, but they they need a lot of cleanup. You know, they need a lot of help, and uh, you know, it's uh, it, real estate's a struggle. Yeah, you know, it's it, I mean, it's ho- a big investment.
0: Oh, definitely. And it's, I think hopefully something I would like to get more into. I built a lot of this place mm-hmm. uh, from scratch and. Uh, me and my dad always talked about it. I blame HGTV, really. I mean, there's probably a lot of people going broke out there, just taking a stab at it and being like, ah, I guess I can't do this.
1: Uh, well, I, one of my next endeavors, what I'd love to be able to do uh, one day is buy, like, a multifamily in yeah. Um with maybe some retail on the bottom floor, apartments up so top. So many people doing this right now. And, uh, you know, find something good. I mean, there's a couple of them right down the road in Mount Carmel Place oh, uh, that I've been looking at for a while Adjacent now. to Essie's, that yeah, whole block? Yeah, yeah. was that? Delafields? Was that the
0: name of that restaurant?
1: Uh Fields is the one that's kind of on that on the corner, corner that looks like Times Square a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but there's a Belmonte Auto Parts store uh, that's been for sale for a while. Yep. Yeah, I'd love They're to get my sale? hands on that. Yeah, the building's been for sale. On, for who a while. doesn't
0: want one of those little mini bikes? They're not hot right now.
1: <laughs> well, the, the
0: place we're talking about has a bunch of those pit bike, little 50cc
1: motorcycles in yeah. the window. Well, the 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 business owner himself is looking to you know get out of it. And okay. He owns the building too. You know, so it's kind of like one of those deals where... Got you know, some heavy, you know. heavy hitters adjacent to you. you. got Essie's right there, La Deliciosa. Uh, I'm not too familiar with a hair salon, but it looks nice. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. Essie's uh, has got a great story. You know, uh, you you definitely know Brandon. Um, uh, he's
0: I'm so happy he's buddied up with me, and he, he's been an inspiration since I opened this place, because yeah. I never did the food service industry. I've been all retail my entire life, and then... I only really ever imagined the front of the house portion here. Mm-hmm. like, I knew that from working in Starbucks, but when I took this place on and, and I knew I had to do some sort of food to back it up, like yeah. Starbucks has the microwave versions of mm-hmm. what you would hope a breakfast sandwich would be. But now we can give that to you for real compliments on all this stuff. <laughs> but, uh, so him opening it up at the same time where we just kind of like both, you know, pushing each other and be like, Making we're going to do it. We're going to, we're going to make this happen. Yeah. And, uh, it seems like he's doing good. You know, we're doing good. So no, it's great.
1: We we need more you know more risk takers like you guys you yeah. know around here. And you know we are very fortunate being so close to the culinary that you do see a lot of chefs yeah. like Brandon that graduated from there that you know stick around and you know want to do something cool and interesting and different here. And uh, I met Brandon about two years ago at a, a chamber networking event. And, you know, he said to me that, uh, you know, he's got, I've got this hospitality company. I, I want to do a restaurant in Poughkeepsie. I don't know where I want to do it. Right. And I was just like, uh, well, I was like, have you, you know, looked at Mount Carmel before? It's like a cool little market there. I live in this apartment building. There's like 15, 16 units there. So you've got like a built-in market right in the neighborhood. Right. There's and the, the, old, the, the old firehouse Walking traffic the to the
0: to the walkway, all those things. We're signs, part of so the like walkway
1: your, loop. Right there, yeah. And so, you know, I was talking to him one day and I was like, oh, dude. I've I've got a roof deck on my apartment complex. We should do like a pop up restaurant. Is up there. it? He
0: was the one who did that. He I was the one who did that. Oh shit!
1: So that's so two years ago that summer we did a pop up uh, restaurant on our roof deck. We had almost I thirty people. So there. regretful, I missed that. I know. I was sorry, living man. there. We didn't we didn't really <laughs> know each other too well. Uh, then. No, no, I was invited. I put, I put I think flyers all over the place. I was man. I was
0: invited. I knew I was well aware, and I was like, oh, I gotta go do something else.
1: Something so I mean, he literally had like a test market in front of him. Like all those people that were there that day right. were going to be frequenting his establishment and six months later he signed a lease where he is right now on Mount Carmel awesome. place yeah so uh i'm man I'd, I'd love to get a handful more of those you know you do have the old delafields restaurant that's available delafields uh, i hear spanky's is coming
0: around um right now i met an individual who's mm-hmm. taking he's starting to clean it out and trying to do a similar kind of concept new american cuisine oh cool yeah so i'm pretty excited awesome
1: the old andy's place uh flipped uh so somebody's th- in there now yeah yeah oh, uh, thank god I don't know if I don't know if it's public knowledge yet, so I can't Uh-oh. quite talk about it. Yeah, but yeah. It's gonna be like a farm to table restaurant. That's cool. Uh, you know, but it's gonna be you know a nice place that you can go to every day. It's gonna be in a good price bracket. I like it's that. Have great food.
0: Yeah, there's so much infrastructure here, and there's so much ch- going for the city. You know, the metro in the, its initial location right now is mm. everything to I think a, a city. I grew like I said, I grew up in the country moving to, like, the middle of the city. It's kind of weird for me to be like, oh, I need some eggs. I can literally just go get them mm-hmm. or anything if, if from dimpies or from if I need want to go out to eat, we can walk up the <coughs> street or take a walk on the walkway, all sorts of stuff. It's awesome.
1: It's great. You know, like you, growing up in the middle of nowhere, you know, as soon as I got my driver's license, you know, bam, like I yeah. was gone, I was out of there. You know, there was nothing to do around me, uh, you know, other than, you know, stare at the cows. Yeah. <laughs> but uh you know now it's it's great you know so much is within a 5 minute walking distance of, of where i am it's crazy you know, it, it's hard to imagine you know living anywhere else right um yeah you know, there's uh just so many you know so many great things you know going on around here you've got a, a lot of you know uh medium to high end housing you know apartments and, and condos coming up more common yeah it's uh it's just incredible i mean just drive around the city and you see all the cranes just Did you count, see the rendering count the for the other
0: side of shadows i don't know what the property's called i know they talk about it often
1: yeah but, it's uh, a, it's the old deal of site okay yeah but i just a, saw some like um the pavilion or the amphitheater concept it's pretty cool you know he promenade. can yeah oh, no. the promenade yeah. you know he can uh you know, that, that's uh, the Benora family that owns that property, the same owners of uh, Shadows and okay. and uh, Poughkeepsie Grand and the Grandview. Uh, you know, they could they could put apartments there. They could put an office building there, but they've chosen uh, to propose something that's kind of like a mixed, uh, mm-hmm. mixed private-public mixed use. use. Yeah. So half of the property is going to be, you know, a park. You know they want to build an amphitheater there. It looks awesome. Uh, they want to build the promenade. Uh, there's a you know a lot of exciting things you know going on down and there. It probably
0: takes a little bit off the city's table too because I know they put a lot of those concepts into the Warriors waterfront development mm-hmm. strategy. And if they can have somebody else kind of knock that off, they're like, well, absolutely.
1: It's good. The Benors have been you know really good community partners. You know they've they've spent a lot of money cleaning up that those sites over the years, and it's, it's nice to see you know something rising from those ashes.
0: Yeah, uh, a lot of that. And uh, the other side, with past the boathouse, I'm excited for the whole, you know, scenic Hudson, Poughkeepsie waterfront redevelopment strategy. Pieces mm-hmm. are all pretty amazing. Yeah, the, the idea
1: out. is to actually create a connective green trail, a greenway yeah. trail, all the way up and down the Hudson from New York City to, you know, to Albany. Uh, so it has to happen in pieces, and right. you know, every community has to do their part. Come on, guys, <laughs> get it together. But
0: uh, to I don't know how to transition that to First Friday, but. Um, So much success from those. And was it four? We did four last year total, August through November, you said? Yeah,
1: we've done four so far. You know, the first one was like a generic street fair. The second one was an end-of-summer barbecue, uh, you know, where we were doing pig roasts at Mural Square. Uh, In October, you know, we brought it to Little Italy and did our own Little San Gennaro. Uh, It was very successful. Uh, then Thursday, uh, not Thursday, uh, November, uh, we did kind of like a Friendsgiving. Right. Uh, So it was, uh, you know. chili cook-off. Yeah, the chili cook-off was really cool. So the first year, you know, we just kind of experimented with a few different themes and concepts and ideas. Uh, so we've kind of taken, uh, you know, done like an audit of everything we did last year and now we're, right. you know, planning out 2018. And, you know, so what's like the mission behind it? Is it just
0: try to like showcase Poughkeepsie or try to give more people of a reason to come as here as a destination or is it more for like the immediate
1: you know, uh, people. It, it started out as a kind of like a location-based event. You know, we kind of looked at downtown Poughkeepsie and said, what can we do to bring more activity here? What can we do to bring more people to the establishments? You know, show people from outside of Poughkeepsie, as well as inside Poughkeepsie, the beauty of downtown. Right. Uh, and so it's it since morphed into kind of like a community movement. You know, we've started looking at the success of downtown at Mural Square and saying, well, hey— why? Why limit uh, ourselves to just Mural Square? You know, we can go to Mount Carmel. We can possibly even go to the north side. Maybe something at Mansion Square Park or even College Hill Park, mm. which is one of the like one of the unsung assets of the city. College right. Hill Park is. Beautiful. I don't think I've ever experienced that For one. anyone who's never been up there. It's uh, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's the highest okay. highest point of the city, and you know, on a on a beautiful day, good uh, views. You can see the entire city. I think down I've driven the past this, the ba- the bottom side of it. But, um,
0: yeah, I never got up it's in a, there. It's
1: absolutely beautiful. You know, there have been a few people here and there that have, you know, talked about possibly doing some sort of like a summer picnic up there or something oh, along yeah. those lines. Uh, and I know the county is actually working on connecting the rail trail with College Hill Park oh. at some point, too, with some sort of, uh, you know, just like a pedestrian connection there, just a – with some signage to direct people. That's off not the, the ridge, Fall Kill right? connector. That's a different initiative, project. right? Yeah. yeah, it's different. So many projects. It's a uh, you know there's a lot of a lot of different organizations doing yeah. you know connective projects in the city of Poughkeepsie, and it's just about kind of getting all of them, you know, streamlined yeah, well, with in what was the last direction. one? We had um,
0: Sarah Morelli on from Represent O Positive, and that mm. was awesome last year. And t- to keep the connectivity of the city together i think we, we
1: we timed the august uh first friday with the O Positive festival there? and look at and as well awesome uh, so we feel like that was a huge part of first friday's success because you know people from the area already knew about o positive uh, from kingston it's been there i think seven or eight years now oh damn so to bring that you know down to Poughkeepsie drew a lot of people to first friday from the kingston area right so you know we're looking to possibly do that again you know this year and uh you know the murals that they put up on those buildings downtown are absolutely gorgeous good and
0: caliber yeah I yeah mean,
1: and i'm excited for
0: the Route 9 overpass, which will be piece of O positive this year. Yeah. Did you do the same thing? Is it coordinated again this year as well, or is it just kind of fall? Uh,
1: I, I think it just kind of organically falls on the same weekend, but we're oh, definitely okay. going to kind of do some co marketing there. That's cool.
0: Yeah, some uh, great
1: opportunities.
0: Yeah, Kingston, I think, is kind of at a same point in their development as well. They have kind of two different areas going for them. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could say we do too, east and west. But um, have you been to the Smorgasbord? I haven't,
1: but I've heard I've heard a lot about it. I've heard really good things. Yeah,
0: Um, I'm not sure how to compare it to First Friday or anything like that, or you know, but it's not as like a a regularly occurring event, is it? It it
1: isn't, and they actually scaled back this year. They, I think they found they went big. Yeah, Yeah, I think they found that they did it too much last year, and so they're scaling back this year. Uh, Not to take away from it, I heard it's a great event, and I know a lot of people who went. Yeah, Uh, it's it's a different focus. You know, that's really. it's focused on on food you know that's that's really it you know what we're doing is like we're kind of like a community movement you know that's you know we move people through running events you know we're not running events just to incorporating galleries into first friday showing stuff exactly you know food music art is kind of like first friday's mantra you know so every single month when we're looking at you know what theme can we do you know what culture can we Uh, Can we celebrate, you know, this next month and where can we celebrate it? Right. You know, those are things that we're always thinking about. It's awesome. So 2018, you know, we're looking at some really cool stuff. I don't want to give away too many details. I was going to ask. It's not it's not final. I don't want to pry too much. But I can uh, I can promote April. So April, we're doing kind of like a a soft, uh, like a soft launch for 2018. uh, And we're actually we're going to be hosting it out of Adrian's library. Okay. Uh, it's uh, books and brews is kind of where's that for the people name. Uh, so that's on Market Street, just south of the westbound. Uh, I'm sorry, just south of the eastbound arterial. Okay. So when you do the loop around the Civic Center, right? Uh, and you're headed back eastbound, you make your first right onto Market Street there, right. and it's down there on your left hand side.
0: Okay. I think that might be the library we're going to. Kind of tucked back off the street a yep. little bit. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely.
1: So you know, books and brews is kind of uh, you know the name of of that one, and you know uh, Mayor Rob Rollison is you know his his wife Lori is the one who really started First Friday a couple of years ago, and so we're trying to do a few things kind of in in sync with some of his initiatives, and he uh, he reached he's the got children a lot on the
0: books this year. I know we've been talking about the skate park, and he's been slowly just kind of like hit me with a couple of things. He's like, this is what I'm going to do. Don't tell anybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he reads to, he reads the kids a lot at Adrian's. So, awesome. So we kind of looked at this as an opportunity. We take my little to man see. to the,
0: uh, what was they call it? Toot and Scoot or something like that. They oh, play, yeah? yeah.
1: I got a one and a half year old
0: for the people of the internet and um, <laughs> it's everything you would imagine it to be. The Terrible Twos are a real problem. They're coming fast, but if we bring them over there. He gets a bunch of books. We try not to let them tear the pages out, but uh, between that um she's got friends that bring them over there but mm-hmm. awesome little spot
1: yeah we're gonna you know we're actually gonna be ha- we're gonna have music on each of the floors of the library oh, it's wow. gonna be very active it's not gonna be like your typical library setting it's not gonna be
0: but it's gonna be more uh oriented in just that correct that, Th- that there's experience.
1: an educational component there uh you know vassar college is gonna be there with some of their exhibits um poughkeepsie then and now is an exhibit uh by a um, an artist named michael Aspel. okay uh he's gonna be there uh you know presenting his exhibit as well and kind of connecting uh people to poughkeepsie's past and, mm. and its present uh so you know that's a uh, that's really unique uh and like i mentioned you know we're gonna have music on every floor we're gonna have a dj out on the street awesome. uh, in front of the library uh there's also gonna be beer sampling uh, up on the third floor uh, you know which is really unique a lot of people are like why are you sampling beer in a library can you tell us whose beer is gonna be uh, we can't say yet. Okay, but it's going to be a lot of good local breweries. All right. I think you guys know who it is. Okay. Everybody who's from Poughkeepsie <laughs> you know who, you know whose beer. There's only a handful
0: be. out there, uh, but they're all good. There's
1: a few new ones coming. I know. I don't know if you saw I've the announcement.
0: Them. I did. They finally named it. What was it Lionheart?
1: Kings Court. Kings Court. Wow. So Kings Court Brewery is going to be at the old Kings Court Hotel. Uh, that was the name of the hotel, is, which is now Forty Cannon. And Lori's
0: managing that too. Lori's
1: managing She's that doing too. Doing a great job. She is. Shout out to you,
0: Lori. Killing it in the game here. Um, but yeah, exciting times. Cannon Street's coming around. I just talked to some of the guys over at Baxter about the corner of um, was that Market and the arterial. It's a big, the vacant building next to Club 33. I've daydreamed about that building for so long. It's
1: the old Department of Labor building. Uh, my mother actually used to work there. Oh really? Uh, when when the DOL was there. It looks like it's got some animal decals on the side windows. Was it ever a pet store? No. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I got some extra dog logos. It wasn't, but it is a. Uh, you know, I've I've been. You know, the last time I was in that building was probably the early 2000s, maybe even late 90s. Yeah. When my mom worked there, but. uh you know, it's it's a cool building. It has prominence. Like you come around the you street can't on not not look at it. and it's just like it's begging for something. Hu- it could be know? huge. It could be huge. It's cool, but yeah, I'd I'd heard that rumor that uh, you know, that they were contracted on that property. I don't think they have anything
0: official, kind of in yeah the property or like concepts yet. I threw something at him. I told him he could have the idea if he wanted mm. it. But uh, I always pictured a cool outdoor indoor sports, not like. Sports, but mm. Cornhole, bocce. I, I traveled a lot for Zoomies, and we would go to these places that okay. have these indoor kind of activities. And I was thinking it would be cool if you did, like, the concept's called Pauly's Yard Bar. Mm-hmm. Somebody out there can just have this. This is free for you guys. Um, but a very family-friendly kind of place, because mm. I feel like w- the problem we have, we have, again, the one-and-a-half-year-old, we don't really – there's not many places I can think of to be like, this is a cool place I can bring my kid. Like, we love mm-hmm. Shotzi's, but it's not very, you know, kid-friendly. Um, Milo's is great. We get we get in there pretty well. Uh, Brandon's been awesome, but I just feel like I don't want to ruin other people's experience with a toddler in a really nice
1: restaurant that everybody else is really trying to enjoy. Sure, you know, like pubs used to be community meeting places. Like that's where all the families went. You know, before there were you know before there were halls like community halls. Yeah. You know, so like you look at the concept that say like Newberg Brewing Company has, you so know, good. large open space. Yeah, uh, I was living in Newberg when they opened. Oh, cool! So awesome. they have movable, you know, large picnic tables that right. inhabit the space. But and you cornhole, know, it's an event venue. There's a lot. Of, there's cornhole there. There's there's several dart boards. There's a lot of room in there for activities. Right. And so, uh, I I do feel like Poughkeepsie, you know, needs something like that. Yeah. Something that's kind of flexible space. Uh, that's, you know, kind of high-end, uh, you know, modern industrial sort of look. Right. Uh, that building could be it. Could be. Maybe
0: the old Bull and Buddha. I haven't, I never had the pleasure of that, but I hear great things about it, or at least
1: things stories of from my wife. I might have been there when it was a nightclub. Yeah? May or may not? <laughs> I may or may not. I used enough. to go to Albany. <laughs> we had
0: this place called Jillian's. It was mm-hmm. four floors, and I don't know why you needed that large of a place. Yeah. I mean, Albany's got a lot.
1: I mean, there's so many other places you could go to. Um, Bull and Buddha. I mean, as a restaurant on the first floor is really cool. The food was good. Second floor was Orient Lounge. You know, that was like the nightclub. Right. But when you go on the first floor past Bull and Buddha and you go in the back, yeah, it was almost like a had like a like a 1950s like Rat Pack vibe to it. Ooh. It had like these elevated booths with leather. Uh, you know leather wrapping nice. um had like a very small intimate like uh elevated stage where like maybe you know one or two singers up there uh with a couple of backgrounds nice. it's very intimate it was really cool and uh yeah, it's a shame they just kind of like shut the lights off one day and we're know, done that's it. that's it we're done yeah but, uh, i was in the Probably building like, there's I, usually a little bit more to it than that I yeah mean. i was in the building last year touring with uh you know the the broker who's handling the property and uh it's incredible you just look back there and Everything's still there. Yeah. All the booths, the stage, I like everything. Hope, like, Somebody could walk in there and just turn the lights back on, freshen the place up, and Let's it would go. be something. No.
0: right. I'll keep my eyes on. Keep my eye open for if it. If only I had the capital, man. I uh, know. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Knock on some wood. That's <laughs> all, all right. right. Sell some more coffee. we will get, get there. there. Cut by cut. you well, get speaking there. Speaking of, would you like some more? Yeah, sounds yeah, good. There
1: you go. Thank you, sir.
0: Yeah, sir. Cheers.
1: I'm feeling illuminated. Ah, uh, yes. My mind is awake. <laughs> a fine colombian fair trade organic with notes of caramel i'll try not to throw out too many puns during this podcast
0: no we're all about puns uh big puns like rappers we can come with some some music there you go
1: that's good i
0: like background a little jay-z for you dude anything 90s that's all i'm all about so we had mike bennett uh one of our poughkeepsie police department Mm -hmm. um He's great at production. He's been throwing a bunch of the stuff he's been working on at us. Okay. And I told him, he he was like, I want to just do something. Let me do your intro music. So I was like, okay, this is what we're kind of going for. And he threw like a techno thing out there. I was like, that's not really it. We want more like Jay-Z circa 2000. So I'm like, I gave him a couple albums and he came back with the intro music, which actually is pretty mellow. And I think he like listened to it and he's like, yeah, I was really inspired. But he's thrown out a rap beat, this pop beat, really good production. Uh, really amazing. He's doing some good stuff. I I feel like we should
1: have, like, a bottle of, like, Herbassie next to us or something. Yeah, right? Like, that's smooth. That's, like... Yeah, some Hennessy? Yeah. Yeah, That's Poughkeepsie for you. Now you're tuning in to Illuminated Live. Welcome.
0: (laughs) But, um, yeah, I'm really excited for First Friday this year. Every month's on my calendar, uh, aside from, and then also the... waterfront market from the children's museum
1: that's exciting yeah that's cool. I
0: hope, hopefully we can get some more traction with that this year just submitted all my paperwork for that I don't know is think duchess directly involved with the cup of the valley is that you guys no
1: it's not us no it's
0: the CIA must be I know who is it it's the um rotary club of okay. Wappingers Falls I know Mary Kay was she sold me on hmm. it immediately she's like you gotta do this I was like okay if you say yeah so. just
1: pretty much listen to anything Mary Kay Burba says I do I
0: do. She yeah. comes in, and she's like, Have you heard about this? You should know. And I'm like, All right,
1: I know now. Yep. Just nod just nod and say yes. Yeah. yeah. She will she will guide you.
0: Thank you, Mary Kay. This one's for you. Cheers. Cheers. But yeah, it seems like you guys I mean, this is a, a piece you brought from Think Duchess, uh, just changing, I guess, your impact. Are, are you guys do a lot of online? Is it mostly your media put out through Internet channels at this point?
1: Yeah. So I mean, as, as far as our programming goes, you know, we basically have you know two missions. You know, it's to you know attract new businesses and talent to the area, which is my primary job. Uh, but you know, we also do a lot of work with the businesses and companies that are already here. Yeah. You know, we look at them, that you guys, as our greatest asset to telling a story to convince other companies to to relocate or expand here. And that's pretty much like that's what this magazine does. There's there's articles in here about about technology, food and beverage, the ag industry that we have here is our fastest growing industry. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, you know, there's features in here everywhere from, you know, small businesses, uh, like brewery startups, you know, all the way up to, you know, IBM, who has, you know, been here since the 40s. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, So it's a, it's a real nod to it looks the awesome. assets that we have here.
0: And it's a very readable, I mean, as far as the completion goes, I was, I was talking about this before we got the podcast started, but I always like a good magazine that I can pick up and I'm not immediately overwhelmed with advertisements mm-hmm. um, that has content, you know, because that's what it's all about. And if you're really trying to push, mm-hmm. you know, a business or reasons for people to come here, you got to give them content, not just advertisements, I think, you know. Um, so yeah, it's I'm cool. Saying,
1: There's a lot of good community uh, community leader profiles in, in there too. It's
0: cool. I saw one about Beacon. Um, I didn't see the IBM piece, but really well put together. I'm excited. You're doing a lot more of this this year. You said, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, you know, we, we really kind of uh, ramped up our social media efforts a lot too. You know, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of you know helping businesses grow and business attraction, you know, social media social media really doesn't typically you know uh, attract a lot of businesses to the area. You know, but what it does do is that it helps change the perception of a lot of people who live here and don't know about a lot of the great things that are right. happening you know uh, this there's a feature in here there's a company uh named fco that's in Poughkeepsie. they make the fillings for uh for donuts pies things along those lines i saw that i think i, I they, read that they make thing. they make all the fillings for dunkin donuts uh that was it. bavarian yeah. cream and jelly donuts pretty much on the, on the, East the Coast. boston cream? Yeah, Boston cream, Bavarian oh, cream.
0: Well, I've supported many of that company. Then you know
1: that company's you know they just make the fillings and they're yeah. based in Poughkeepsie. You know who knew? Right. You know there's a lot of really cool things going on around here. Uh, Crown Maple Syrup. Uh, everybody yes. knows Crown Maple. I looked into them when I opened this place, but it's like I
0: just don't think I can afford it just yeah. yet. So
1: you know they're they're the the world's second largest maple syrup producer. It's good. They got this bourbon. And they're out in Dover. Oh. Get yourself some bourbon barrel maple syrup. to die Crown die for Maple. It, man or maybe I'll get some here at the coffee
0: shop if you guys are willing to pay like $3 an ounce for it at retail, I guess. <laughs> it's, uh, check, out, uh,
1: check out my Instagram. Last week I posted a photo of, uh, I made breakfast for dinner at my house one Saturday, and uh, I had crown maple pancakes mm. with crown maple bourbon oh, barrel-aged yeah. maple syrup, Nice, as well as uh, Italian sausages chopped up with onions and uh, and home fries topped with horseshoe brand hot sauce that was made with crown is maple Is that also syrup. made
0: by Ma- crown maple? No, horseshoe What's
1: is a different brand, but they're in Dutchess County as right. well. They're up in Milan. Okay. I just, so you have two um, local companies that Milo's have that project.
0: Up at, uh, at Jeremy's spot.
1: So it was, just, it was just a complete Dutchess County plate there, and I'm like looking at it thinking, oh, Dutchess County, like? Dutchess County. Oh, my God. Amazing, <laughs> Amazing. Once you try – Good maple syrup. like yeah. You just can't go back to the store-bought stuff. It no. just doesn't taste the same. We've got
0: some great stuff from Vermont we use here. My distributor, he's like, no, nah, you people don't want that. And I was like, they need it. Mm-hmm. We, uh, that's kind of going to be our thing, so we wanted to make sure we had some premium stuff. Yep. Um, some things you just can't skimp on. I know a few guys up in the Adirondacks that have some adjacent property to, some camp, uh, to a camp we own, and I was trying to work out a deal with him, but I don't think he produced on the scale that I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. And he's getting old, so I'm like, I don't, I'm sorry.
1: Ah, cram, cram Maple's where it's at. We're actually, uh, I'm having a fundraiser up there in May. Oh, cool. Uh, for my, uh, my I'm in uh, the Leadership Duchess uh, class this year, which is a program that's put on by the Chamber Foundation. Nice. Um, and it's a, it's a nine-month leadership program. Uh, we meet on a monthly basis, full-day classes on everything from communications, public speaking, uh, you know, learning how to, you know, be good board members and, and, and locate Charities and and organizations that need committee members and need board members. And uh, it's part of our uh, project every year that we do a fundraiser. And so, uh, May 5th, uh, we are doing a Cirque themed masquerade ball up at Crown Maple. Uh, So, if you guys want to check it out, Cirque29.com. Tickets go on sale next week. All right. Uh, We've got an Instagram page too, so you can check out some photos, kind of tease the event a little bit. You know, it's all about marketing and branding, (sighs) it's all about it. So uh, it's really neat. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a fire breather. We're gonna have. Oh, you had me at fire breather. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I gotta say. I gotta write that down. I'm just gonna stop at yeah, fire breather. Fire breather. People we had, We're gonna have a fire breather. We're gonna have uh, a an illusionist. We're gonna have. Uh, you know, we're gonna have uh, you know some magicians there as well. Nice. Uh, possibly, maybe some belly dancers and a few other okay. performances as well. Some of it's uh, still not you know, not quite written in stone yet but uh right, right. bottom line is that it's going to be an exciting event it goes to a good cause the chamber foundation provides uh student scholarships uh for underprivileged youth in the area nice man so it's a really great cause and you know More we're, of that. we're shooting we're shooting to raise twenty nine thousand five hundred dollars uh we are the 29th 29th that's twenty-nine thousand five hundred. Right. we are the 29th leadership duchess class um, one of our classmates, uh, his twins, were born on the 29th of November. Okay. So we saw all these 29s, and we were like, we can't ignore these coins. Many lotto tickets were bought. So that's why we named the event Cirque 29 Masquerade. All right. So it's uh, it's cool. It's all coming See, I together. Need to get, I need to get more of these, like, I need a babysitter. That's what it really comes down to, <laughs> I think. Um,
0: we still haven't quite mastered that yet, because there's so much I want to do. The mayor's been pushing his uh st patrick's day event coming up next weekend Mm -hmm. Uh, i'll plug that for you mayor next uh next saturday i think the 10th it's march 10th down at mahoney's he's doing a great fundraiser um and then there's patty on the river which i think is the ninth the Mm -hmm. day before yeah so i'm excited for all those things i'm a little irish myself so i'm partial to you know i don't know why we mm. celebrate that here. Apparently in Ireland, it's not that big of a deal. No, they laugh at us. Yeah, <laughs> <But it's laughs> You know you can drink any day, guys, right? Like, yeah. Like, but, um, but it's awesome. But let's, I want to talk about the, the Hudson Valley Young Professionals. I sure. like to consider myself a professional. I don't know if I fall into the realm of young anymore. I'm sorry, oh, you're
1: younger than I mi- am. I think I hit middle you age, hit, though. You get huh? into the group. All right. Uh, I'm adjacent, young adjacent. All right, young adjacent, yeah. We'll have to keep that in mind with our messaging. Young adjacent, young adjacent. Hudson
0: Valley, no. Like um, but what's this all about? I mean, how, what is it? What are you guys trying to encourage, or is it about kind of bringing in the young people that are aspiring to be part of the professional community? Or how do you?
1: It is. It's a you know, it's it's a it's kind of a it's a social group. It's an educational group. It's a professional development group. Um, you know there's there's kind of a lot of realms that we fall under I mean typically we do get a lot of uh, you know we do get a lot of uh, you know young entrepreneurs uh, we do get a lot of great <clears> like me. networking
0: opportunity for them.
1: it is you know we uh, we're all just about connecting people right and you know traditionally a lot of our events were focused on you know just making business connections mm-hmm. and so we're kind of like we're evolving we're enhancing you know some of our, our mission a little bit uh, live, give, work, play, and stay in the Hudson Valley is mm-hmm. our slogan. Uh, so we're, you know, we're focusing a lot more on creating, you know, uh, creating social bonds between people in the group. You know, it, it kind of got a little stagnant for a little while. It was just strictly business, you know, right. and so we kind of uh, lost the social side of business a little bit. Okay. And so, you know, it's a, <clears throat> it's a group. We've, we have over a thousand members right now. Damn. Uh, good active, good active membership. Um, the website is HVYP.org. You know, if you live in Dutchess County. You gotta love a good short URL, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> priceless. If you live in Dutchess County, if you're a young professional, any kind, doesn't matter, white collar, blue collar, government, nonprofit, for-profit, <clears throat> its a it's a great group. You know, we've got a... You know, we do uh, you know, networking events uh, that are atypical. You know, we don't just kind of like go to a bar and a restaurant. Mixers. And, you know, do these mixers. And, you know, those provide value, too. Yeah. You know, but uh, like in April, we're doing a... <clears throat> That's how like do- you did the bowling thing. We just I mean. had that last weekend. Right. It was awesome. You know, we filled up 40 lanes of a bowling alley for Damn. a fundraiser. And we probably yeah. raised around, I think it was more than $5,000. Man, least. you're nice with the fundraising. We should talk. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm getting the there. The skate park needs you done. I'm still I'm still new to it, but uh, you know, we'll get around to that in a little bit, but uh, you know, so we do two fundraisers every year. We do the the bowling tournament down at Fishco Bowl that was very successful this year. Cool. Uh, we also do a kickball tournament. Mm. Uh, you know, the first year we did it at Casper Kill uh, in Poughkeepsie. This past September, we did it uh, down at Memorial Park in Beacon, uh, which was uh, another highly successful event. You know, so, you know, we're kind of uh, going outside the box a little bit, doing some different things. And we've got a we've got a networking event coming up in April at the Gravity Vault, which is indoor rock climbing in Boughkeepsie.
0: Oh, nice. Is that that's not the crunch spot, right? That's bounce.
1: It's behind it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you've got crunch and bounce in the front and then in the back, you've got Gravity Vault. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Cool spot.
0: I was voted most likely to become a professional kickball player at my last job. Oh, dude. But then I like blew out both my
1: knees. You know, I so. play professional kickball. Really? I do. No For, way. It's not professional. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I do play kickball. I, I do play in the Club Waka League. I got a friend who's really is, nice at dodgeball. Yeah. He's like Neo well, from the Matrix. Club Waka has around here, they've got kickball. They also do volleyball down at DC Sports in Wappingers. Oh, cool. So they do beach volleyball in the spring and the summer. Uh, and they just started a That's a really league.
0: cool spot. DC really it did is. a great job on that.
1: They like did renovation. You know, growing up around here, we always knew it as Fun Central and Yeah. Uh, you know, that went out of business and it broke a lot of hearts. You yeah. know, a lot of parents were like, Oh my god, what am I gonna do with my kids? Right. You no know, Fun Central. But you know, DC sports came around, you know, they started at D C indoor golf, right here in the city. Oh, by of the KC. chance, yeah. They took that old building, uh, rehabbed it, it's beautiful.
0: It seems like they're pretty busy. I tried to get they in are. there one day All the time. and they're like, No, we're both. You need like,
1: reservations. You need reservations. That's great.
0: A way out too. Like, not like I can't go next week, maybe, but
1: yeah, it's it's very popular. More so, golf yeah. this
0: year. It's actually one thing I'm trying to do. Oh yeah, Le- yeah. You know, I'm getting. I, old. I
1: consider myself a mini golf pro. Mini golfer. I'm well, a mini golf. Pro. That's how we ended up at DC. I'm highly competitive.
0: Uh, I've known to get a few hole in ones. You might have to take this to the courts.
1: <laughs> Kipsy grind versus young
0: professionals. I like this. Oh, Networking we could you, man. we could do something. This could be all fun. Right, all
1: right, we'll set it up. No, but um, we'll turn all- it into a fundraiser. Uh, yes,
0: yes. Let, let's we did pick, have a pretty good let's fundraiser. Pick a cause. We did um. We did the skate park art show here, which okay. really kind of set the bar pretty high for in-store events here at the coffee shop, because mm-hmm. we, we raised a couple thousand, we had great artists, the turnout was awesome, it was literally me and Sarah just looking at each other being like, I hope this works, and then a ton <laughs> of people came, it was, it was a party, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really hoping to do that again this year, we've got some art shows that'll mm-hmm. uh, coincide with the first Fridays, I think the April one will on this one, so mm-hmm. hopefully we can send more people up to the library as they come and go from here.
1: How are things going with the skate park? They're going good. You guys raised um, a lot of money that day.
0: We raised a lot of money that day. We did uh, a few other initiatives. I think just from like donations from uh, the immediate group of people, and you know some of the little things we've done at the at the park. We've we've had some success. We probably still got a good bankroll. We, we're just starting to talk about what we want to do with it now. I just opened up some lines of communication back with Rob at the city, and he's. Uh, super passionate about keeping the momentum we had from last year I just adopted it as the as the coffee shop mm. I think it just for myself it's something that I've always was passionate about was my background is Zoomies and it kind of yeah. works with my brand the Poughkeepsie Grinds, Skateboards Grinds uh, Coffee Grounds so many levels but things are going good it's consistently one of the busiest parts of the waterfront every mm-hmm. time I'm down there talking to the kids it's they're so excited about just keeping it alive that they have that place to go back to and comparatively to the other places, it's probably one of the most beautiful spots to skate. I I, t- I I don't know if I ever really talked about it much, but it's always been like, you know, my happy place. You know, you had a it's rough inspirational.
1: Day. Yeah, it's kind of like you just go down to the waterfront. You know, you look out on the river. You look to the right. You've got the walkway, which right. is just a you know, it's it's an absolutely incredible wonder. Then you've got the Mid Hudson Bridge to your left, and you've got the mountains across the way. It's uh, it's unparalleled. Yeah, uh, anywhere else in the region.
0: Yeah, I think for like. It's kind of our our dojo. You know, we go there, we we get our aggression out, Mm -hmm. we practice, you know, a trick that we're working on or something like that. So it's kind of, for me, it's just kind of sacred ground. And I'm happy it's Mm -hmm. got back on its feet and we were able to do what we did last year and that the city is all about continuing the movement and, you know, hopefully more people just keep working on it. I've got a core group of people I've been working with directly that Mm -hmm. have been a huge help. Um, David, one of them, has kind of taken my following my footsteps at zoomies he's a huge skateboarder mm-hmm. a big part of the network piece my ear to the ground uh kyle mike cliff at shred or uh sacred and new pulse okay. sarah's been a huge help with the art community mm-hmm. and kind of in- integrating with that so we've uh we started talking with the mayor and i think they're really excited about making some initial you know moves i don't want to you know say too much about what we've talked about but Know, we're going in a, in a great direction, and I think we, if we could get the same people that were interested from last year, a few big names came up that were interested in putting money towards revitalization or complete remodeling. I think that's where we need to start kind of discussing and mm-hmm. planning our year around that like, end game because we want to capitalize on Go Skate Day this year, which is right mm-hmm. in the middle of summer. I think it's July 22nd. Um, and just continue to do that, keep it clean. And uh, yeah, keep it alive.
1: Do you think there's a you know a, a good market out there for you know some sort of like a competition or a tournament or something like that? <sighs> I don't know the industry very well. Yeah, but you know anything that brings people down to the waterfront helps them discover the area. Absolutely.
0: So when? I think um, we're going to try to go more in a community engagement direction. Okay. Not so much people that already skateboard, but to the kids that want to try to skateboard or might not be able to. I've been mm-hmm. working with. Danny from the Boys and Girls Club here in Poughkeepsie, and he works with him and Cliff at Shred Shop, have Shred Foundation, who've been taking kids up to Hunter Mountain, teaching them how to snowboard and giving them cool. the opportunity that they might not have had uh, to, to, to do that. Mm. And we want to try to maybe work together with him, piggyback on his concept and try to hit maybe the kids at Rip Van Winkle, give them the opportunity to come and get a skateboard. So we're kind of starting to brainstorm about you know what kind of hardware we need, what you know c- lines of communication liabilities mm-hmm. etc might be involved to, to try to keep that
1: that's cool we definitely need to uh you know attract some more uh recreational opportunities yeah you know to the kipsey i feel like that's that's one thing that we could definitely there's a gap there yeah and it, it's it's cool to
0: see so much diversity here and the the so much stuff like you were saying the volleyball dc indoor sports i've seen more active basketball courts here than I probably have in any mm-hmm. place I've ever lived in my life and it's like the pickup games every weekend every day all summer that spot right by by your place. Sure. Crazy busy. Even all in summer. the winter
1: time as soon as the snow melts like there's there's kids, there's out, kids out there. Playing. Oh you know, yeah. every
0: day. Um, so we I think as the shop we want to try to keep doing what we're doing with the skate park and mm-hmm. also start targeting basketball courts because Rashawn's passionate about basketball football and trying to you know give some of that back and i brought it up to rob again he's like oh well i think the basketball coach from the high school is actually trying to re-engage some stuff like that like um oh cool we were thinking about was it malcolm x basketball park okay. up there? Mm-hmm. i think it's like the one park actually still owned by the school but i uh, know people it keeps coming up as like the most you know disrepaired basketball court or something like that so mm-hmm. we're hoping to do something like that keep yeah giving more places to do that basketball court over off the arterial is super legit in the yeah. summertime with like their summer leagues. They got the, the, uh, like scoreboard up mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. It's legit. So I'd like to get down there and kind of see what their operation looks like or how they organize it. Sure.
1: It's exciting. Even just as a, you know, as a, you know, tourist you yeah know, walking by there, you just see the crowd of the people and, uh, you can just hang out there and just watch them for five, ten minutes, whatever it is. It's a, uh, you know, that park is an attraction in itself. hmm.
0: Yeah, I've snowboarded there a few times. It's awesome. Oh, cool. It's great. Great. Got that courtyard kind of vibe yeah. to it. Yeah. It's awesome. But yeah, I'm excited for, for more Poughkeepsie, more hopefully the momentum keeps going. I don't, I mean, like you've only been here for what, four years yourself? hmm Would you say it's only just recently kind of gotten this momentum that you've seen over the past couple of years or has it been here the whole time or... I would say... No one just branded it? No.
1: I, I would say even in just the last year or two, I mean, there, there are a lot of factors that are kind of out of our, you know, local control. You know, there's, uh, you know, national economy, there's, you know, New York State federal taxes, like there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that are kind of out of our control here. But, you know, I think what we've seen in the past, even just two years, is, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of interest from outside developers, outside yeah. investors. Um, you, know, they're, you know, they're looking for buildings that might need a little bit of rehab. Uh, you know, they're looking for opportunities to build, uh, apartments, uh, you know, people want to live downtown now, you Yeah. Know, even 10 years ago, it really wasn't a popular thing, but that trend just continues to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you look at, you know, you look at where, you know, cold spring went a long time ago. You look where beacon went, you know, mm-hmm. it took beacon 15 years to get to where it is now. Right. You know, Poughkeepsie probably in that first five years of that cycle. Yeah. You give us another five years. I mean, look at all the, the redevelopment that's happening. You know, there's a lot of re, you know, rezoning of a lot of buildings downtown that have you know, traditionally been office buildings that are very hard to fill these days. Right. A lot of entrepreneurs are not taking that's office a lot of space. Square you, know, the, the, you know, the tech environment, the tech industry is changing mm-hmm. the landscape of real estate. And so there's a less need for office space. So what do you do with all this office space? Coffee shops. Coffee shops. <laughs> <laughs> Free Wi-Fi, baby. Looking at you, Coder. Come on down. So, you know, we've we've had interest from, uh, you know, from tech companies that are looking to kind of get up out of Westchester or out cool. of New York City. And they're looking for buildings downtown. We had a couple of tech companies interested in the Indotronics building. Mm. Uh, you know, the time it wasn't quite right for them, but they were kind of excited once we got them it's up here. It's
0: raw. It's industrial.
1: Yeah, to see what's going on down yeah. here. They, they like it. You know, you look at Main Street, you see what... Hudson River Housing is doing on the other side of Maine with the yeah. Kipsy Underwear Factory.
0: That is so beautiful. It's exciting.
1: It's yeah. a gorgeous building, mm-hmm. gorgeous redevelopment. Kudos to Hudson River Housing. It was an yeah. awesome job.
0: Oops, whoops, whoops, nope. no. Hudson River Housing, <laughs> that one's for you.
1: You know, they, uh, they've they got you know North River Roasters. So uh, good. Good community roaster like yourself Absolutely. on the bottom floor. Feza's awesome. Great guy. Help me get started. Yeah, you've got Earth, Earth, Wind & Fuego is a cafe that's there now. So they yeah. got lunch that they're doing. Uh, you know, they've got the Artifact upstairs, which used to be, you know, Mill Street Loft and, and Spark Media. Spark Media, yeah. Uh, you know, so they've got some commercial tenants up there. It's a lot of activity. Um, you know, we're Did they
0: end up filling those—are uh, all the apartments spoken for? They had a pretty good
1: Uh I, I think they had a good response. I, I think most yeah. of them are full. That's I'm, good. I'm not too sure off the top of my head. But, you know, it's becoming a community meeting place. You know, when I, when I bring investors here, you know, from out of town, you know, I'm, I'm bringing them to places like the underwear factory. Yeah. Uh, you know, and bringing them to places like Millhouse potential, Perubri, potential, uh, yeah, P O U G H. This is what you could do, potential, potential, and we throw that P O U G H potential at them, and you know they kind of go, ah. Mm. A lot of people say, "Oh, that's really cheesy. Is that going to catch on?" Well, you know, <laughs> it already has. It already has. Let's I don't know. I don't know who officially started it. I saw it pop up maybe a year or a year and a half ago on facebook uh, who's it? emma Flynn used to work here and she yeah um, she
0: she used to use it a lot i think she if i remember her mentioning it right it was something somebody came up with at like a Vassar project or something mm-hmm. like that and it just kind of took off from there somebody like took it and ran with it it it's so. stuck yeah it's,
1: it's stuck you know it's a uh, you know we're we're seeing a lot of interest uh, you know we've had a couple of tech incubators from new york city that are looking for uh, new markets, new environments right. to fo- you know to foster and facilitate this sort of collaborative atmosphere. Yeah, we've had a couple of them come up this way, uh, and there's a lot of big money behind some Coming. of these tech incubators. You know, uh, Google, Microsoft, IBM, a lot of them fund these small incubators around the country.
0: Yeah, that's where it's
1: at. You know, so if we could you know get one of those here, um, it, it'll just be a huge catalyst. You know, so so we're getting there. We're seeing the interest. It's it's really exciting. Um, You know, Hudson Valley Tech Meetup, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but, uh, you know, they were an organization. They're probably about, I don't know, maybe three or four years old at this point, maybe a little older. Uh, You know, they they started in Kingston. uh, New York City Tech Meetup uh, Mm -hmm. has 50,000 plus members, and they get together at NYU every month, and there's thousands of people that pack the auditorium and they do, they do pitches for, for apps that are being developed. They talk about new and emerging technologies that's and awesome. how they could integrate that into like a community social benefit. And so a handful of uh, people from the Hudson Valley who spent a lot of time traveling to and from New York City for work said, well, why can't we do this in the Hudson Valley? And so they started it in Kingston and it's it's made its way over to Poughkeepsie. And that's, you cool. know, that's something I think Dutchess is trying to get behind, trying to help them uh, kind of build up their Poughkeepsie contingent a little bit. So. Uh, I think that, yeah, maybe there, I mean,
0: uh, now that you say that I am trying to think of like a tech element outside of IBM, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I can't really think of anything that's,
1: you know, there are a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of app developers, programmers, designers, any, anywhere in that creative tech realm could be videographers, you know, drone, you know, drone operators, Mm -hmm. anyone who's using, you know technology to be creative you know should really check this group out it's hb tech org. Mm. Uh, these guys are really creative they bring in a lot of heavy hitters um last year uh you know, they brought in someone from Lyft to talk about uh, to talk about ride sharing and how it's going to change the region and the that, state.
0: The whole ride sharing thing took over here.
1: They they brought in Dennis Crowley, the the guy who started Foursquare. Oh wow, he's like the godfather of social media. Somebody I was talking about him they, recently. He well, he lives in the Hudson Valley, and so the Tech Meetup a, Tech yeah. Meetup had him as a guest speaker. Like That's awesome. these are the kind of real high profile people that they bring in to speak Foursquare at Foursquare. Just rebranded, right? Something. Like I that? think so. I'm yeah, pretty sure. You know, they made a big announcement over the summer that they're looking to possibly hire some people in the Hudson Valley and start a location here in the Hudson Valley. That's it. So, you know, everybody's going after them, but we'll see. Come on, man. Come on. Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie. We've got waterfronts. Potential. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man.
1: Um, so it's cool. I mean, we could, you know, we can go, you know, all day. But it's, it's, uh,
0: it's, it's exciting times and... You know, hopefully this podcast is just trying to be a part of the catalyst, you know, soapbox for much more people like yourselves, mm-hmm. like Brandon, like Sarah, to just kind of put everything out there, you know, let people know what's going on. First Fridays, mm-hmm. I'm so excited.
1: You um, know, the more events that we get to the area, you know, the better. I mean, that's really what's going to to come. That's right. what's going to drive all this interest. You know, you've had... Uh, you know over the summer you've had this is going to be the fourth year of the dragon boat races yes uh, you know this is going to be mar- that might be mary Kay's favorite thing it, it, it might be <laughs> it might be uh so last year habitat for humanity actually you know took it over as the main oh, cool. operator uh and uh that's big a, names yeah it's another yeah. committee i'm sitting on this year <laughs> Damn, <man. laughs> it's on their on their marketing committee but uh i've had a team for the last three years and uh you know i've, I've seen it grow and you know I, just like just like you, you have a passion for something and you want to you want to you, know, you want to incubate it. You know, you want to see it grow into something exciting. Right. And so, you know, I've uh, just the past few years, I just haven't quite had the bandwidth to like jump yeah, on. I board hope you with have some new time, Don. And it's like, well, it's funny you mention that because uh, a lot of my friends make fun of me for this. But like I take the last week of every month off of meetings, like, okay. no committee meetings, uh, I mean, obviously, I have to work. That's you know, good. I got my nine to five. I can't, you yeah, know, I'm working for the county, working for the people. I can't take off. Still got to pay that but, rent. You know, when five six o'clock comes around, like I go home the last week of the month, and like that's that's my me time. That's my recharge, that's my reenergize time. I've been
0: trying to schedule a day for my wife and I, so she gets a day, I get a day, and we mm-hmm. can do whatever we want. Like we're gonna do this. So she can say, okay, this is what we're gonna do for that day. It's good. Uh, it's healthy. It takes you know? up a ton, I mean, between the shop, the skate park, you know, trying to organize you all the events. Get one of
1: those run- get one of those running strollers for the baby. We have a jogger. Skate, we a jogger. Get a jogger. Yeah. Hit the hit the uh the walkway. We're finally ready for some weather we can do so. I know. Today was a setback. I know. Mm-hmm. Being running in the gym and working out in the gym is not the same. It's just nah. it doesn't have the atmosphere, but you doesn't. know, there's something about being out on the walkway on a nice day, it's just like just you, mean, hits you it's a is rush. It's the world's longest elevated pedestrian walkway at 1.2 miles yes it
0: is 1.2 1.2 come on come on down (laughs) p is for poughkeepsie (laughs) i'm on my childhood stuff but uh but anything else man is there anything else you want to plug or remind me oh no
1: this has been this has been a great conversation man it's been awesome man it's really great you know i'd love what you guys have been doing here thanks man uh your sausage egg and cheese on a croissant (laughs) with salt pepper and ketchup (laughs) is my go-to every single time i come here classics Uh, never go out of style it's good so so, I mean,
0: all I really ever wanted to do was just serve my favorite stuff, like bacon, egg, and cheeses with hash browns. And then I was like, maybe people want avocado on there or something like that. And yeah. Like, Give them options.
1: And, you know, slowly but surely, you know, I keep bringing some local brands to you. Uh, yeah. You know, like, you know, like uh, I mean, the hot sauce and the breads and, Yeah, you know, we'll get there. Well, yeah, the you're, you're hot doing, sauce bar is
0: on, is on my hit list. Yeah. And I know a lot of people love their particular hot sauce. So, and then horseshoe brand coming into the thing. So, hopefully we can grow to incorporate a lot yeah. more of that we had a great pfp connection when we were gotten going but mm-hmm. you know they grew we grew so we kind of felt fell apart or went sure. our separate ways we've been working on trying to bring that back into part of the equation for mm-hmm. this summer and try to get our produce back from them so. but cool. more things poughkeepsie you know I'm excited for getting out to f- more first Friday events with you uh, I tip my hat to you man for your oh, community
1: stop. skills um, there's there so many people that are doing so much more than I am and I know you uh, you know i i uh yeah I'll, I'll be honest with you through my teen years and even much of my twenties yeah. uh, i really wasn't i wasn't engaged in this sort of activity i wasn't right. uh you know it's not like I was doing bad things but you know i just wasn't you know, I wasn't uh, optimizing my time for the benefit of the community around me too much. Yeah. Well, you know, it really wasn't like my my late twenties. I just kind of like, I don't know, I just kind of woke up and, you know, just like, you know what, like I should be using my energies, you know, for other things. And, you know, I've been, you know, playing sports and, and, and running and doing Spartan races and stuff like that most of my life. And, you know, so I came across Sparrows Nest and, you know, they're a great organization that helps feed. Yeah. Real quick. Talk about some sparrows. Yeah, I'm running. You, you like how I'm working in these plugs? You yeah, killed it, man. It, it was organic. It was organic <laughs> and <laughs> you were like, right, you're yeah. like, plug this organization. I'm, <laughs> I'm a salesman. What can I say? Uh, you know, so I, I came across plug the, this great organization. Yeah. How about that? So Sparrows Nest of the Hudson Valley is a, you know, they're a good organization. They're based down in East Fishco, but they're regional. They help feed, uh, they help provide meals for uh, families battling cancer diagnosis. Um, you know it's it's something that's uh <clears throat> i'm gonna get a little choked up we here.
0: had the pleasure of supporting you guys a few times we had uh, yeah. some fundraisers for a lot of the joggers and stuff like that but yeah like you're saying tell us a little bit more about what you guys do
1: so you know it's it's a very unique fundraising concept that they have they do have a lot of corporate events like a, a lot of other nonprofits in the area but mm-hmm. something that's really unique is they have what they call destination runs so you sign up to uh so th- they give you uh, a few different options you know you could run the Disney half marathon the rock and roll half marathon in Las Vegas uh, New Orleans half marathon is actually this weekend uh, shout out to all of those who are down in New Orleans right now some of them might actually be watching uh, what's up so uh, you know basically you fundraise on, on behalf of the charity you run your own you know uh, fundraising events you know, so you know, like I do a Yankee trip every year, mm-hmm. where I fill a busload uh, of, of people go down to a Yankee game, uh, have you know food and drinks on the bus and stuff like that. Do some 50-50, raise money that way. Um, like I do, uh, I did yoga on the rooftop uh, last summer, which sign is sign really me up cool. do this year. Well, this year I'm not doing rooftop, but okay. on March March 13th, you know the new Hudson Valley Healing Center, it's the Salt Cave that's over at Van Wagner Place.
0: Yes, I saw that
1: so I'm doing my yoga there so it's march thirteenth okay. it's coming up in a week and a half okay uh, so it's uh it's a it's a great charity, so you sign up for these runs and you know you have an entire year to raise a certain amount based on how many races you want to do and then they they send you to that race uh you know you you know you cover your airfare you know you cover your own expenses, but you know right. you're doing it for the charity and you're running for those who can't that's their slogan you know uh for me personally uh i've uh I've I've lost uh, you know three uncles and a grandfather uh, to colon cancer, and so you know just thinking about the struggles that you know my my cousins and you know my father went through uh, yeah, a lot of people you know, during know. those times. It, yeah. It's you know it's uh it's something that kind of hits you hard, and I kind of like forgot about a lot of it over the years because it was a long time ago when all that was happening. Right. <clears throat> but once I started hearing the stories of a lot of the people uh, that are recipients of Sparrow's Meals and kind of uh, you know they they help a lot of kids, mm-hmm. a lot of families with kids with cancer, and it just it hits you. you know, it yeah. just kind of makes you you know. I mean, a lot of that's
0: so debilitating on so many levels. It is. You, you know, would think that it's just like a physical thing. But yeah. It's,
1: a, it's it's not just that person. It's a it's a group. You know, something as simple as you know cooking meals on a day to day basis become right. an arduous task. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I see
0: it from just even here every day, the opportunity to just feed some people you know make them happy changes it everything is.
1: you know you look at you know like the underwear factory has a pay-forward it forward option to right. where you, know, you could buy a cup of coffee or or you know a pack of cookies or whatever it is for someone and you fill a piece of paper out and you put it up on the wall right and if someone comes in and either they don't have money on them need or they can't coffee, afford yeah. it they they need that you never know when you're going to need that one day right you know it's Up to the rest of us that have, you know, to kind of give to those to the have nots, a lot of like minded concepts,
0: yeah. You know, it's no, it's great work, man. So like, it, it's cool, it's a great, just some great I- charity. icing on the cake for everything else you've already contributed. So thank you from, from me, from, from Poughkeepsie, for everything you've been you doing, it. man. It's my pleasure, and uh, thanks for coming on the, the podcast, you man. Got it. it's, it's been a pleasure, thanks for having me. I really me. appreciate oh, it. Come on, all right, all right there we go. But uh, <laughs> but Don Minichino, I almost said it wrong again. But uh, first Fridays, think mm-hmm. Duchess. Grab yourself one of these. Be on the lookout. Yep. This is Check good material. Um, yeah. Hudson Valley young professionals, if you feel like you want to be part of a great community of our like-minded individuals, uh, networking with great other individuals, and continue to do a lot more of this Poughkeepsie development, make it a great place. Help us build our brand. We need y'all. Let's do it. Um, but that's about it. And uh, we'll play you. We'll play you out with some. Uh, Soothings. Theme
1: music. Take care, folks.